Late ones. Huh? Not new ones, but late ones. The late ones, the stragglers. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> you got two votes. What? My corner. Right. My Your fam? My camp. Oh. Ken Post Corner. Yeah. Hey, Alex. How are you? Rough. Rough? Oh, nice. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. <clears throat> Thank you so much for being with me. I do appreciate it. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line. <clears throat> and uh, Hake will give me your questions and comments, all right? Um, good morning, y'all. Good morning. So I heard this story while I was talking to a father and a son. And the son is real proud of the father. He's like, I'm really, really proud of my father. He worked hard. He, uh, he took care of us. He did all these things. He bought a house and really taught me a good life. And the father was like all puffed up and happy about it. Like, right on, son. And then I asked the son, what's the true reason you're so proud of your father? He said, because everything he has, he's going to inherit it to him. So it's not like he's proud of the father. He's proud of what the father has because the father will give it to him when he die. It was selfish motive. And the father thought the son loved him. Isn't that amazing story? Mm -hmm. What do you think about that story? <laughs> the point is, nobody loves anyone. It's always selfish, and they hide the selfishness in it and not say it. And the father thought the son was loving him because he was the father, not because of what he had. Amazing, huh? Any questions? Comments? Anybody had a life this week? Are you just waiting on me to tell you everything? <laughs> yes, sir. I wasn't going to come today, but someone that lives around the area uh, called me asking for the, what's it called? The, Direction. Directions, yeah. For uh, death. Cause they for wanted, death? Yeah, de death. They asked you for the direction for death? Yeah. And did you tell them how to, did it, to do it? No. Why not? Because I don't know how to do it. You don't know how to kill yourself? No. You want some ideas? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. They wanted the, the a pill that's killing everyone right now. The fent. What's it called? The fentanyl oh and that really uh so i got up and i came over here just to tell them face to face that there's like am i at a place to tell them that they're retarded for thinking of that oh you came here to tell them they're crazy for calling you asking how to die yeah 
Uh, and they are they here or something? Well, they're around the area. But how are you going to tell them here? No, no. Well, I'm asking you. It, oh, you're going to go by and see them? Yeah. Oh. Um, and what's your question again? What do you think? Am I at a place to tell them that they're stupid for asking for that pill that kills you? Um, Should I just let them do it because they don't want to help themselves? If they want to do it, of course let them do it. Yeah, they can Why would you try to stop someone from killing themselves? I don't know because... I mean, I wouldn't assist them in it. I wouldn't get the pills and all that. I wouldn't tell them how to get the pill. But why would you try to stop them? And why would you think they're stupid for doing it? I think it's just stupid. I don't know. Why? Because uh, life is worth living. Why? Because there's a bunch of stuff you could do, especially if you have kids. Like yeah. what? You know, teach them stuff like. So life is worth living, so you can teach your kids something. Yeah. But your kids end up hating you. Uh, I don't have kids, but maybe they hate <laughs> that guy. So you think that's why life is worth living? Uh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, um, it's up to you, but it's up to that person to take their life. God is not going to stop and wash at you. Okay. What? So I'm just going to tell them that they're retarded and clean the room. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, interesting. Um, how are you doing today? I'm rough. You rough? What's yeah. wrong now? I just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm depressed about not having a job for three months. But, uh, and your mother's still living, huh? Yeah, she's... That made you want to go kill her? No, I don't want to kill her. <laughs> so he quit his job, for those who don't know, because his brother said his mama had one year to live. They need to go see the brother. He had just got in this job. And he told the new boss, I can't come to work because I got to take care of mama. Now he has no job. And now you want to hurt yourself. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, uh, I, I mean, like y y last night, I was like super depressed, and then I, I just thought about, like, my neighbor says, like, why don't you listen to some comedy for two hours on Netflix, I'll watch it, and I listened to, like, there's Russell Peters' video on, on YouTube for an hour, and I listened to it for 10 minutes, and then I, I stopped listening to it because I could listen to it, so I could motivate me to listen to it the next night, and that made me feel sleep better. So my head's, so that, my head's lighter now. My head's lighter. I don't feel as depressed because I listened to 10 minutes of Russell Peters before bedtime. But It saved you from your hell? It, it, it kind of did, actually. It kind of oh, okay. did. I mean, uh, did you do the silent prayer? I, I haven't done the silent prayer. So you would rather think that some comedy is going to save you over God? Yeah. <sighs> See why you should yeah. let people kill themselves? Yeah. You would rather listen to some stupid comedy over being still and letting God save you from your hell? Okay, I guess... No, that's the question. Uh, 
I just have so many issues to deal with it. And you think time. a comedy is going to save me from your issue over God? Well, it lightened my head. It, I did. So realize. you think lighten your hair is solving your issues? Because I'm not as depressed as I was yesterday. You think lighting your hair is solving your issues? Yes, it, 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 but not everything. So you everything. trust an outer source over God? It's almost like I don't trust God now. No, you don't. Because, I mean, I just, I mean, I... Well, just suffer I, until you're ready. Listen to comedy. Listen to the outside sources. See whether, just suffer until you're ready. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't do the silent prayer. Don't seek God. Just keep looking outside for the answers. <laughs> Listen to a comedian and just suffer. You love your suffering. You love calling people up about your suffering. You love talking about your suffering. You love feeling the pain of your suffering. You love it. No, I just I mean. No, you do love it. You absolutely love it. And can't no one convince you that you don't that you to overcome it because you want to hold on to it. So just suffer until you're ready, that's all. Well, I've been having deep, dark thoughts. And then... No, that's fine. You love those dark thoughts. That's why you won't go to the light. So just suffer in your hell. I'm not trying to. Do you have insurance for burial? <laughs> that's vicious. <laughs> Right, you know, come on. <laughs> Do you want to be cremated or buried? That's vicious again. Uh, why? If you refuse to go to God and go into some comedian and feeling better, is, isn't that vicious to your own life? Well, every little answer bit that helps. Question, answer that question. No, it's not, because every little bit helps. And you think comedy is helping you? For some reason, it lightened the load of my brain. Oh, okay. But I mean, like, I have to obviously do more. Right, do, listen to more comedy and see how far that gets you. Well, no, not, not more comedy, but just like, like, try to have a productive day or set, set schedule, because I'm trying to overcome my hoarding, I'm trying to overcome my- No, you're not. You love all that stuff, you're lying. You outright liar. I, I mean, no, I, no, no, you lying. How? I, I no, have, no, no, you lying. Why am I lying? You say because you know the source that can make you free, and you won't go to him. The source that will make me free is God. Oh, you think? Just I, I mean, like no. I mean, I've been no. <laughs> I've been unemployed nope. for three months. I, I, I've hoarding. See, and I, look I, how I, you I, love talking about it. No, I'm just trying to overcome it. No, you're not. You're not trying to overcome it. This young lady wants to say something about it. <laughs> what do you think about that? Huh? What do you think about that? You feel for him? I think it's... I understand... I think it, that it's not necessarily so black and white. I'm sorry? I think that it's not, I think that it's complicated. What's complicated? Mm. 
I'm sure what he's struggling with is complicated. What complicated about it? For what you've a lot heard. of emotions and a lot of experiences that play into it. You know that that are a part of it. You know that get in the way. You feel sorry for here in history. You feel sorry for him. I have empathy. Who? Empathy. Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> Who is empathy? Empathy is a feeling. So you feel empathy for him? Yeah. Why? Because I'm, it sounds like he's struggling. But he loves his struggle. Can't you see? He knows the way out, but he won't take the way out. Why feel empathy for him? Why not give him the finger? <laughs> because we're all human, and we all, you know, we're not perfect, and we don't always make all the right decisions all the right, you know, all the time. Why not? It's, I don't know. Shit gets in the way. <laughs> what? Stuff gets in the way. What, get in the way? Hmm? What, what did you say? Get in the way? <laughs> I, did, I, I thought I heard it, but my mind had a trip. <laughs> what did you say get in the way? <laughs> Lots of different stuff. Uh, <laughs> Emotions. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Pardon so, me. <laughs> so what do you think about the idea? He knows the source that can help him, but he's going to everyone but the source that can help him, which is the Spirit of God. What do you think about that? I don't disagree. I just don't think that it's that easy to do all the time, you know. But he's I, not doing it at all. Well, it's not. It's not for me to judge or, you know. What's not for you to judge? Him and his decisions and how Nobody, he lives his life. We're here to help one another. Uh, how would that be judging? Since you know, he doesn't go to. The, he won't go to God. Satan got him. He won't go to God. And you know he should, right? Do you know he should? I think, yeah, it would probably help. <laughs> You're not sure? No, yeah, it would. And so why not recommend that? That's not judgment. Well, yeah, of course you recommend it, but that doesn't mean somebody's going to do it. <laughs> right. It doesn't mean you're going to do it, but you can recommend it. Sure. That's why we're here, right? Right. But if he doesn't do it, that's on him. Yeah. Let him suffer and die, huh? Sure. <laughs> and so you, you feel, what did you say you feel for him? Empathy. Oh, empathy. And what does empathy feel like? Uh, understanding, like oh. compassion. How many people feel empathy for him? You feel something for his situation. Don't be afraid to hold It's fellowship. It's not judgment. What do you feel for him? Um, Nick, you want to get the mic and bring it over here? Somebody? Sean, somebody? Right here. Yeah. Well, y'all, wake up. <laughs> uh, what do you feel for him? I feel This like is so perfect, huh, James? Have you ever done the silent prayer? Ever? I have done it. Okay. I feel like 
you I'm have not, done I'm anything. Not, I'm not a doctor, and forgive me if this sounds like any kind of assessment. But tell me first what you feel for him. I feel like there, there's, he might be slightly like, not autistic, but there's something. Do you think he might be autistic? <laughs> Honestly, I believe we're all slightly. No, not me. <laughs> Don't put me in that basket. <laughs> We all have something that our mind needs no, to get over. No, what do you feel? Do you feel that you feel for him that he might be artistic? That sounds so bad now. <laughs> that just sounds. I mean, I feel like I can be a little autistic with certain no, things. No, no, no. You feel for him that he might be artistic. I, I, f I understand. I understand. You feel for him that he might be. Did you, I just want to be clear. Um. Yes. And. And what does that feel like to feel that for him? It feels like when we are unable to no, overcome. No, this is you. Keep it with you. It feels like. What does that feel like when you're feeling that way for him? What is that feeling? Describe that feeling for me. It feels like, okay, when I am um, not healthy. I feel like I need help from somebody. And maybe that person is acting through God. Speak up for me. Speak from the chest. And maybe that person is acting through God, and that's how God works. Oh. And so if you offer him the right way, you point the way for him, and he refused to take it, he'd rather hear a comedian yeah. rather than going to the fathers to save him. What do you feel about that? I feel like he needs somebody in his life that is doing the silent prayer with him in the beginning until he's he a grown man. He's he, he like 50, 60. I know, but you have 70 such... plus years old. Well, I'm in my senior. I'm a senior. He's a senior. I, I, I you mean, have one of those blue things where you can park your bike anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> I'm a, yes, I'm a little bit challenged. I mean, uh, I guess if you could say it, you know, I don't know if I'm autistic. You're not autistic. But uh, just like... You're rebelling, you're an atheist. I'm a rebelling atheist? You are an atheist. <laughs> well, I mean... I've, Add that to your junk. Now you got to listen to some more comedian tonight. Well, but, it's not, I mean, what, if Just I'm, hold, hold that thought for me. I'll come back to you. Okay. And so you feel like he's autistic, and, and that feeling is what? He needs somebody to do the silent prayer with him? Perhaps. I, I just don't. It doesn't seem like it doesn't matter how old we are or what age we're at. <sighs> we always need help in some way. So you, you think somebody needs to hold his hand and take him to God? I'm not yelling. I know I sound like I'm yelling, but I'm not. You think someone need to hold that man's hand and take him to God? Well, whatever he's trying now is not working. But do you think if somebody held his hand and took him to God, that would work? I, I would try it. I'm sorry? I would try it. And you think that might work? It's something. It might. <laughs> what the... So you think if mama took his hand, mama can take him to God? I mean, my parents took me to church. I, I can't. 
<laughs> I can't hear you speak. My parents took me to church, and so I'm, you would I'm be like his uh, a senior citizen. You would be his mama, helper. <laughs> Help us out better than mama. I, I really don't believe that at any point in life we are completely independent of help. Why not? Because it takes like humility to accept help. And, and where do you get humility from? From God. So if he doesn't go to God, how is he going to get it? I think it's already in him. I'm sorry? The humility is already in him. He doesn't know that though. This is so interesting, huh? But maybe no one has ever told him that. No, he's been coming here for a long time. And he knows about it. I know about what? God. You heard about God before, or, right? Yes. Or not God. Right. And you know how we have told you how to get to him, right? I mean, silent prayer is one of the ways, I right. guess. Right. And, and have you tried that one way? I have tried it. And, and then what happened? I mean, like, I don't, I've tried it for like, seven minutes and whatever and then I just I can't seem then I, I get back to reality and then I look at my apartment and, <laughs> and I look at my past issues and everything and then and so you 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 did a Saturday for how, how long seven minutes and how long did you listen to the comedian ten minutes wow <laughs> What do you think? You, how do you? What do you think about his situation? What do you say so far? Well, I think he's. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to judge him, but I think he's being a little emotional about his about his situation, and uh, he should probably just trust more in God's plan for his life and just leave it up to that, and like try to maybe map out a plan of what he could do to improve things, and just go step by step, and just try to avoid the emotional aspect of everything, and just. Avoid the, the downs and the highs and just, you know. When he was saying, oh, I'm so depressed. <laughs> I had to listen to a comedian. <laughs> and I listened to the comedian seven minutes. <laughs> and my hair feel better for a minute. <laughs> and then I looked at my apartment. <laughs> and my apartment is so messed up. <laughs> and, and then I, uh, we think about all that. I mean, I didn't really feel anything when he was saying it. It just sounded like... Like just him just, just venting like his emotions. But uh, like I said, I think he should just probably just like think of a plan on what he could do and just you know, just stick with that and just try to avoid the emotions of everything. This is your first time here? Yeah. What's your name? Justin. Welcome, Justin. Thank you. Right on, man. Any questions about anything? No, not right now. Okay. What do you think about that? Oh, okay. What do you just say? What do you think about that? He's, I think he's more on it than you are on it. And, and what did you like about what he said? Because he, he, he's, you're mocking me and he's not mocking me. No, I'm mocking the devil in you. I'm not mocking you at all. Yeah, but you've got to do it with a soft, soft, soft touch instead of a sledgehammer. Tell me how to do it with a soft touch. Give me an example. Uh, an example. Well, I mean, don't try to destroy me right here when well, he's not trying to destroy me. The real you can't be destroyed. Well, if you're at the a down spot, you, you are. No, you can. you can't be destroyed. The fate you can, but not the real you. You just don't know who you are yet. You uh, think this pain that you have, you think 
the mindset you have, you think all oh, that is you, and it's not you at all, and you're holding on to it for dear life, and I know that it's not you. That's the devil in you, and you think it's you. It's not you at all, and I'm telling you how to get to the source that will bring you out of this illusion, and you won't do it. Nobody, no human being, no music, no comedian, no mama, no daddy, no house, no clean. If your house were perfectly clean. I would feel better. No. You would still find something else because you listen to the devil. The devil would say, oh, now your house is clean. How about a job? Well, I, the job is the issue right now. Right. And then, once and then I'm trying the, to get my unemployment, which has been delayed. And then once you had the job, you get on the job, and then you talk to the women about other stuff, about the boss, and you get fired again. And then your mama call up and say, hey, come on, mama got six more months. You quit your job. No, it's... You, you, you listen to the devil, so you can't help but find one thing after another, after another, after another, after another, because you believe in him. You think it's you. Your mind is not you. When you're in the gutter, it's hard to get out of it. No, it's not. You don't want to come out the gutter. If you wanted to come out of the gutter, you would be out of the gutter already. You would do the prayer and okay. let God bring you out of the gutter. So I, I do the sound prayer when I get home after this, this church here in, um, in Los Angeles. Right here. You need to do it morning and night and stay with it and stay with it and stay with it so he can bring you out of the illusion of your mind. You're just in your mind. You're in darkness and don't know it. And you love the darkness. You say you don't love it, but you love it. Well, I don't love it in, no, on purpose, maybe inadvertently, uh, but not on purpose. I mean, I've had these bad habits. They're not habits. You've been guided by spirits. They are spirits. They are wicked spirits that made a home in your mind and in your emotions, and you love it. I mean, it's not fun feeling suicidal. If it wasn't fun, then you would overcome it. You would do the prayer. So to overcome suicidal feelings, you think I should do the prayer? All suicidal thoughts and feelings come from the devil. And the devil made those who love him jump off the bridge. I can't jump off the bridge. It's too, too scary, the right. heights. However you want to do it. Yeah. The devil made those who love him do those things. You listen to the devil, and you love him, and you worship him. You're like, oh, the devil, give me some more pain. I got that one figured out. How about another situation? If you didn't, you will overcome it. You've heard how to overcome it. What are the top three steps to overcoming my situation? See that you're wrong. Do the silent prayer. Realize there's nothing you can do about it, and it's over. Stop identifying with it. Stop identifying with what? With your misery. With thoughts and feelings. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything at any time. No, sir. And it's deeper than thoughts are wicked. They're wicked. They're of your father, the devil. I'm all emotions are wicked. All emotions are wicked. No such thing as a good emotion. There is one that comes once you're free from the devil, but I can't describe that to you because you mess up that with the devil's feeling.
So you love your mess. I don't love it. Then it's not prayer, fun feeling suicidal. Then do the prayer so you can overcome it, so you can stop listening to the devil. Those thoughts that are telling you to take your life are not your own. You would never tell yourself to kill yourself, would you? Well, if I don't see a way out. Would you ever tell yourself to kill yourself? Probably. No, you wouldn't, man. No. You would never tell yourself that. Somebody else is telling you that. Something else is telling oh, you that. Oh, I see. My thoughts. Yeah. My feelings, my emotions. Yeah. But they're of me. No, they're not. They're in you, but not of you. Okay. They are in you, and the pain is inside of you, too, in your body. You're physical, but not in you, not in the real you. It's in the fake you. You're not your body. I, I guess I need structure. To, I need to structure every no, day. No, you need to do the silent prayer, man. So, do the silent prayer. Stop being so physical. You need to do the silent prayer. All right. Okay. Yes, sir. I saw your hand, right? Yeah. Okay. This is leading right into what I want to talk about today is deep. Yes, sir. So I was just going to comment on what Alex was saying. Did you, uh, how did you feel when you, when you first heard him talking right now? I didn't feel anything. I, you, well, I actually felt excited because I had something to say about it. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> not because he wants to kill himself. Oh, okay. Because would just call him retarded. The other guy. Oh, okay. Um, I think. What a mess. I think. Um, what other church talk like this? Go ahead. <laughs> Not a lot. Okay. So my thoughts towards Alex and like, I guess the only thing I could say is I've been in those shoes before. Where I have too. You, you, when I say you, I'm talking about myself. I developed a relationship with this ego and it felt so real. It was like a buddy of mine. Coming in the morning, waking me up, here's your coffee. Yeah. You had a nightmare? Good, let's talk about it. How scary was that nightmare? Good, let's go do this other thing that makes you feel good for now, like a comedy show. Feel a little high so you can get excited, forget about your problems, and then I'm going to sweep her right under your feet again yeah. and put you down. So you think you're watching comedy for fun, but the devil's just laughing at you because he's got you like a yo-yo. He's got you down, brings you up, got you down, brings you up, and he's going to continue that path. So what Jesse's saying about listening to, sorry, not, 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 not listening to the thoughts, is just witnessing them like if there's you know, people passing by, look at them, don't laugh at them, don't cry for them, just know that they're there. And if anything, it's gonna scare the thoughts because they don't like being seen, like you say, Jesse, the light understands the dark, but the dark can't understand the light. Yeah, right. The darkness you, cannot comprehend the light. If you're in a dark room, pitch black, and you light a match, you can see the light. Yes. But you can't do it the other way around. Perfect example. So you need to have that little match to just light it up, and then the darkness will eventually run away. And, and it just can't take over you anymore because all you have to do is just look at it and do nothing about it. And then little by little, like, like you say, you know, you, you start throwing things away. You're, you, if you're a hoarder, that will just go away by itself. But the devil is just in there shaking you up, enjoying looking at you like that. It's, he gets a kick out of it. The problem is in you. It's not outside of you at all. Not zero. Yeah. It's not outside of you at all. Right, um, right here. Did I see your hand? Okay. Did you feel for him? A little I, compassion? 
I didn't. Um, you felt nothing? No. What? I, oh. Well, I was listening to, well, first of all, to his comment about you mocking him. Um, Alex, I don't see it uh, as that. I feel, I believe, I, I believe that Jesse is coming from a place of the greatest expression of love toward you. Um, to coddle you in this, in this place where you are is not beneficial for you. And yes, we're all the same. Jesse talks about that all the time. We're, we're all the same. It's a matter of you having the tools, because be long before I came to this church, I remember hearing you often uh, on, the, on the, you know, the channel. And I'm hearing the same story. I just feel like you're, I believe that you're comfortable in, in, this, in this place of, of misery. I believe it's become almost like a, a safety, um, a comfort zone for you. And it's difficult to step out of a comfort zone, but you have the tools and the silent prayer is golden. I've been doing the silent prayer. The moment I heard about it, I began doing it. And the days where I miss, which I have, it reflects in my day. Forgiveness and the silent prayer, that's all you need. That's all you need, but you have, you have to commit to it. You can't have one foot in this and one foot out of it and then wonder why, why your life is in shambles. It's nothing but the devil talking to you. It's nothing but that. It's so clear. It's crystal clear. You've got to open up your eyes and you have to take the authority in your life. You have to do that. And the only way to do it is through forgiveness and silent prayer. Otherwise, you just sound like a broken record. The little boy who uh, cried wolf. And another thing with the comedy bit, that's simply a distraction. It's nothing but a Band-Aid. It's not yeah. getting to the root of anything. It's like acupuncture versus uh, Western medicine. I go <clears throat> to acupuncture on a weekly basis. And it solves the root of the problem. It doesn't just put a Band-Aid on it. You're just putting a Band-Aid on your problems. You're finished laughing. You still have the same issues that you're facing. Instead of doing the forgiveness, and the silent prayer and committing to it. Amazing. Relax right now. Relax your mind and everything and just listen. Let your thoughts go. Relax. Oh, you're not even relaxed right now. You're tense. Relax. Yeah. There you go. Just relax your mind and you're amongst friends here. And I'm the only one that's judging you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. But relax. Just relax right now and so you can hear and receive it. All right? Yeah. And don't try to remember it. Just let it be. All right? Um, here and then Doug and I will move on. Did you have your head about that? I did. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, it was. Did Jesse you feel sorry for him? No. Did you feel anything for him? Nothing. Not, nothing. Why didn't, when he was saying his sob stories, why didn't you I've, feel I've heard it a million times from a million different people. Oh. Everybody goes through it. Yeah. Um, what I was going to tell him is he was not mocking you. It's called tough love. And you can go other places and they can tell you what you want to hear, but that's not going to help you. What, what Jesse's telling you is what will help you. So it's, 
it's it's not mocking. It's it's called tough love, and also uh, it's impossible to do silent prayer if your mind's racing and you're anxious and everything. So why don't you try this? Like first watch like ten minutes of of the comedian. And no. Then after that, hey, it'll, it'll lighten on. it'll lighten no. him up. Like, no, 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 no. Lighten, lighten hey, sing. And, and after then, listen. You don't want to do that. It's it's tough because the devil doesn't want him to sit down and watch those thoughts. But he needs those tough moments. He does. He he can't. He should reach from some on the outside that make him feel better. Then he sit down and do it. He oh, needs okay. to sit down in the toughest moment and let those thoughts just overwhelm. So he could see, start seeing that they're not here. But if he lets something outside save him, the side of prayer is not going to help him. Yeah, I was, I was saying to, to watch that, to lighten his head. To no, he, you don't want to lighten it. So that he could no. then go to the uh, side of prayer. You need to go there in misery. Oh. He needs to be wiped out and go to the Father. Yeah, that would be hard. Like, he needs to be to feeling be like he can barely breathe. He's still alive, but barely breathing, yeah. and crawl to the Father, not crawl to anything or anyone on the outside. Okay, so, so don't do anything to, like, try to get you into the mindset of being Right, you, because nothing on the outside can get you in the mindset of for God to help you. If you listen to the outside, the devil just got you in a false mindset. I see. So, no, I don't care. You, you need to be crying and crawling and... Uh, and at your worst. And, and then go to God. Really. I'm telling you. So you don't need anything to soften the blow. Come as you are. Misery and weary and worried and scared and lonely and afraid and, and all kind of stuff. You can't dress it up. You don't want the outside world to save you at all. Nobody. No nothing. And if anybody try to save you, they're your enemy. You need somebody to point you to the source. And if you go to the source, you see that it works. If you don't, you just have to suffer. Don't let anybody or anything save you from this because you won't be saved from it. No you just dig a deeper hole into hell. And, and it, oh, sorry. Yes, go ahead. And it is true, like, if you clean your whole place, it, it's not going to make you better. But also, if you're in a, living in, a, like, a hoarding situation, you're never going to be comfortable so maybe you can just start little by little, like make your bed, and then you'll see that that's made, and then maybe you can. Uh... That's some more bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, mean advice, but bad advice, because what's his, his house is looking like him. It's looking like him on the yes. inside. What you see happening outside is what's happening on the inside. So once he cleaned on the inside, he's going to naturally clean the outside. Then he's going to have to Everything starts within first. It doesn't start without. It starts within. It doesn't start without. It starts within. Everything. And everything you want in life and everything you are in life is inside of you already. You got to live from that. that. But I appreciate your little world advice. <laughs> it's nice. I saw your hand, I think, a while back, right? And give Isn't this like amazing? You never know how these meetings are going to go. Yes, sir. So I heard Did several... you feel sorry for him or compassion or something for him? He's like, oh, I don't have a job. No. My mama's still living. 
My house is dirty. You didn't feel anything? No. Why not? Because like several people said, this is not the first time I've heard it. It's, this happens every week. You have felt something had it not been the first time? I don't think so. Oh. I just. Why not? You that selfish? I don't like people. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, he doesn't like people. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I've learned enough about myself not to feel sorry for others. Um, so, so this kind of goes into what I was going to say. I've heard several people say, I don't want to offend him or something similar to that. And they say, oh, I don't want to judge him <laughs> when, they, when, they are about, when you've asked them a question about him. And I wonder, right away, I, th I kind of realized that in that is a judgment. Because you've made a judgment that, oh my God, this guy's, he's, you know, you've made a judgment about this person that you have no idea about. And in not wanting to judge him by being honest, you are judging. You've, you've already made the judgment. And to add to that, to own it so you all know, to add to what I said, because that's absolutely right. What you need to know is that if you're not resenting what he's saying, if you're not saying, if you're not mad at him or frustrated or feeling anything, you're not judging him. You can give him advice without feeling anything about it. You can see the wrong in it, but just don't hate what you see. That's all. And then you're not judging. You know, don't sit there and think, oh, I'm better. My house is clean. If you say that, your house is dirty on the inside. You may have a neat little place at the physical house, but you can see what's going on without judging him. And then that way you show you love him in the right way. Okay? Um, yes, sir. And then here, and then I got to get into the subject thing. Time going by. Yes, sir. So, Did okay. you feel the same for him? No, not at all. Uh, not all these same people. Not at all. I used to be just like this. I used to have this kind of hell in my life. I used to have this drama in my life. And I used to feel that way and feel other, that way towards other people, emotional. It was, it was hell. And yeah. it wasn't until I, I, I completely gave that up. You know, I gave that up and stop playing God. Um, and another, the big thing for me is I wasn't 100%. I was 50% uh, God. Uh, so when times were good, I was that God was there for me. And when times were bad, I'm blaming God and I'm praying and I'm doing everything I think that I, to get me close to, to God. And so no. um, he's playing with God. No, he he's not playing with God. He totally playing with the devil. Yeah, he's he playing with the devil. He nothing to do with God. And God, and God doesn't he like that. He ain't playing with God. What? God doesn't like a, a person that's, you know, like the, the salt. No, God can kill us. He throws the salt when, to be stepped you, on. I promise you, when he was doing all right, that talking. I agree. And the fact he won't do the prayer of God, they have no problem with that. I he's agree. like, oh, okay, look, Jesus, there's go another one down there. You got any more coffee left? So... That's so all God thinking about it. Right. He's, he's, he's not a, feeling one iota of a thing about it. So the point, the point that I was going to make is he's a 50% or 40% uh, it, with, you know, with the majority portion on Satan's side. And he thinks Ooh. he's... No, he's 100% with the devil. There you go. He has totally identified go. with the devil. I know you're not. 
I know you're not trying to. That's why I'm telling you to stop it. And the answer's not outside. It's in you, buddy. But you got to be still. This young lady just explained so well, and everybody else, really. You got to realize there's nothing you can do about your situation. You tried everything. Ain't nothing you can do. And relax and let it go. Relax and let it go. Yeah. And you let it go by letting all the thoughts go. That's how you let the things go. Let the thoughts go. It's over. And then a job will come about. You'll be able to clean your house. You'll be able to go see mama. And you'll be able to come back and still have your job. Everything will work out, but you gotta let the thoughts go. It's really hard. I guess I'm trying to let the thoughts no, go. No, you're not. You can't let them go on your own. It's the light of God that will separate you from them. It's spiritual. Think spiritually. It's not physical. You cannot let them go on your own. You need the light to destroy, as someone said, to destroy the darkness. The imagination is dark. It's a spirit. It's wicked. It has little demons working with it. Yeah. And the demons call suicide. They're called depressed. Yes. They're called loneliness. But they're really demons. So give them the name that they are. Demon. Okay. They're not suicide. They're not depression. They're wicked spirits. Don't talk like the world about them. Face it for what it is. You're possessed, and there's nothing you can do about it. But the God will overcome, will bring you out of it. He will destroy it. Through? Being still and allowing him to happen, and just watching those thoughts. Watch. Knowing that none of them are yours. Relax. <sighs> yeah, relax, man. You let you go to the bathroom or something. Yeah. Relax. It's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. Well, my brain feels lighter today than the last few weeks. It's because you need to relax and let the thoughts go. When you listen to the thoughts, you're worshiping the devil. Yeah. Every time you listen to the imagination, you glorify the devil and call him God. I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm swimming in mud. You are. You're swimming in hell. Yeah. You're in mud. You're right. But you don't have to be. Yeah. All right? Okay. Relax. Look around <laughs> the room. And just relax. Yeah. All right? Okay, Jesse. It's not a big deal, man. What the? Yeah. Stop listening to the thoughts. Okay. I got to have more structure in my life. No. Because, you well, need to be still and still. overcome structure. You can't do it. Well, sometimes I just no. feel like crawling into a ball on my you're, couch. You're in darkness. Come out of your head. Come out of my head. Come out of my head. Come out of my head. Way too much of my head. Yeah. Okay, I got to okay. move on. Um, we can move on with oh, okay. That was perfect. All right. I, um, so we're right into what I wanted to deal with. Um, there, and this is not political, but there was a, a shooting in, in uh, Kentucky. Was it Kentucky? 
Tennessee, where this, this female went into the school and shot up three kids and I guess three adults. And as a result of that, they said that she was a transgender or something like that. And as a result of that, they had a, a big rally at the Capitol building. A bunch of students or kids or so we went to the Capitol building and they stormed the Capitol building. And they um, uh, demanded rights for transgenders. They want transgender rights. They demanded that. And so I looked at it, I'm looking at this without, and I made sure I didn't, I didn't listen to anything the devil was telling me about it, my mindset, right, the mindset. So I'm just watching it, and I'm looking at it and watching it, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting, that's what, and I'm looking at the kids, and some of them were laughing and having fun, they were forcing their way onto the police, and they thought it was funny, and just kind of having fun, right? And so I'm just watching this. And then I saw uh, a rally where, oh, the um, conservatives were holding their rallies because they were disagreeing with the ones that want the rights for the transgenders. So they were like both fighting one another. And then there was some talk about abortion and the people who want abortion fight against the people who are against abortion, and the ones who want abortion, don't want abortion, are fighting against who want the abortion. And I, it occurred to me, oh, by the way, I gotta tell you, I, try, I, I literally took some pills to kill myself, twice, when I was younger, in my 20s, because I was breaking up with, a, me and this girl were breaking up, and she was breaking up too fast, and I wasn't ready yet. And I didn't have a, another girlfriend yet in the West where you're waiting. And so, so you're like, you might want to take your life. You don't even have another girlfriend right now. And so normally if I broke up with a woman, if I already had another one, I'm okay with it. But I didn't have one this time because I didn't know it was coming that fast. And so they took me to the hospital and pumped it out of me. See there? The devil told me to do that. Isn't that crazy? You did it twice or once? Twice. In my 20s. Isn't that, does that sound crazy now? Yeah, I, I, I sort of thought about it. What? I sort of no, thought. No, but does it sound crazy that I tried to do that? I guess it, uh, yeah, it sounds crazy. Yeah. Would you ever want to kill yourself because you're breaking up with a woman? <clears throat> no. no. Oh, but you would kill yourself because you don't have a job. More likely. <laughs> what the? Okay. okay. Anyway, back to the story. Um, and so I thought about this. It just occurred to me that we are so divided that it's not even funny. We are like, if you really, really look around you, everybody is divided. We are divided over Christianity. Christianity has so many sectors in it. They have the Baptists. They have the... Catholic, they have the Jehovah Witnesses, they have the this, and then all them fight. And they, even in the uh, religion, there are people who speak in tongue and those who don't. And the ones who speak in tongue fight against those who don't speak in tongue. And those who speak in tongue fight against those who do speak in tongue. And then um, you have the 
in the government itself, you have the Republican versus the Democrats, the liberal versus the conservative, and they all fight. And then you have, uh, in the police department, you have men and women fighting over this kind of stuff. And then in the homes, you have father and mothers fighting. They're divided. They're fighting. And you have in, in the family, brothers and sisters are fighting. They're divided. Each side think that they're right. And in churches, you have members fighting one another, fighting against each other and the preacher, and the preacher fight with them. And then in the, uh, on the job, people fighting for positions and things like that. Have, and then if, now you have, if it used to be the homosexuals and lesbians fighting against the straight people. And then the straight people say, all right, y'all can be whatever you want, right? And now you have the drag queens fighting against the homosexual and lesbians, fighting against the women. They want, women, they want drag queen rights. And now you don't hear a lot about the, the, the homosexuals and lesbians fighting for rights because they got their little rights. But now they're fighting with the drag queens. You are not a woman. You're a real man. You're making women go away. And then there was a swimming contest where a man uh, said he was a woman. He got into the, the uh, women thing, and he won. And now that lady mad at him. <laughs> and so and he mad because he's a woman, and they don't want to, well, he think he's a woman, but they don't want to accept it. So they'll fight him. Um, who else fight? Everybody fight. Have y'all noticed that? Anybody ever like just focus on that? I used to think that it was just racism, right? you know, the whites and the blacks fighting for this crap, the race thing, which doesn't exist as well. But everybody fighting. So I wonder, why do they fight? Why are we so divided? What's wrong? And I realized that emotional people are weak pathetic, poor, pitiful excuse of people. An emotional person is weak. Whether it's a so-called angry emotion or a feel-good emotion, you are weak. And I, I, I was telling Hank about this yesterday. Emotional people are like, I remember seeing these old movies, these war movies, and uh, uh, let's say America were on this side and the enemy is on that side. And so the enemy is charging them, the Americans, and the Americans, we got to do something, we got to do something. So they lay out a, a line of bombs to blow these people up. And so somebody stand on the end of the bomb and when the people get near, they light the, the string so all the explosions can happen back to back, you know, one after another. Emotional human beings are like that. Something can happen to one person, and they'll feel it. They'll they are overreact to it as though it happened to them. They're like a firecrackers or something. You ever lit up a, a, a package of firecrackers, and they all attach to the same string? And when one explodes, the other one has to too? Well, human beings are the same way. And the reason they're like that, because they're emotional as well. And so they'll react as well as though the situation happened to them because of their emotions. They are no different. Emotions are weak. 
And that's why people can control you. So all those things I just named, everybody be in control. Every side think that they're right. And so they're fighting for their rights. If you truly, truly could see what's going on, in sin, there is no fight. You don't have to fight the devil. If you're right, if, you're, if, you, if your nature has changed from being wrong to being right, there is no fight. Jesus never fought with anyone. He never tried to prove anything. He didn't judge anybody. He understood, as I was telling Alice, it's the devil in you. You possess. It's not a depression. It's not a nothing but the spirit of evil. And if you can truly see that, there is no fight. You just let everybody be what they want to be. Okay, that's on you. You want to be a man walking around looking stupid in a dress? Go ahead. It doesn't affect me at all. Nobody can give me my rights. My rights come from God. They come from freedom within. Everything is in, within. And there is, and the only reason that you have these fights is because you identify as though it's yours. I'm a conservative, so you better be like I say you better be. <laughs> you can't be like anybody else, or I'm going to fight you. And if somebody, and the reason I asked you, did you feel sorry for Alice? Because nobody in this room has any business feeling one ounce of emotion for Alice. That's with Alice. And it's not with me, it's in him. And feeling sorry for him means something's wrong with you. You're emotional. You like the firecracker that's attached to the string, and wherever they tell you to go, you go. You react. And then you justify your reaction because you listen to the devil. The devil said, oh, they don't have a right to wear a dress. You ain't never want to, men don't wear dresses. So go and fight them. Go and fight them. There's a better way to live on earth, but you've got to overcome this false nature. Not just a change of mind, but a change of nature. A change of nature. And it begins with forgiveness. Someone mentioned to me, mentioned forgiveness this week. It begins with that. Salvation is of the heart. When you forgive, God will forgive you when you truly see that you're wrong for judging, for judging your parents first. Because for the most part, except to the rule, I guess, you judge, you judge your parents first, your mama and then your daddy. So your heart, you grow up with a wicked heart. And that heart grows in you. And then you start believing what the lie tell you, what the devil tell you. Oh, you're just not good enough. Um, you need a job. You need a house. You need this. You need to get married, have a family. You need that. And all you're doing is building hell for yourself. Because none of that's going to make you happy. It's not going to bring peace. It'll just bring more hell. And the only way that's going to change is that you got to do the silent prayer. Because when the heart changes, you're going to see, even if you don't see it all the way yet. Because a lot of this, you start to, as things are unfolding, you start to learn about what's going on. You realize the wisdom come about it. 
But you got to keep your eyes on yourself no matter what happens. And the power of the Father, when you change the heart, because the heart is in the belly, not in, up here. When he changes the heart, he gives the, you the power to overcome the devil. And yet, it's not you overcoming the devil, but it's the spirit of truth. It's the spirit of the Father in you that's overcoming the devil, the mindset. And you're going to see the wickedness of the mind. You have no idea yet how wicked your mind is. Wait until you start to really commit, as Francisco meant, to be all in and let that pain come and stop protecting the ego. Like what Alice said, now you put me down, whatever he said, that's the ego screaming. That's not him at all. The ego said, oh, don't embarrass me. You're making myself seem like nothing, right? That's the ego speaking. That's not Alice speaking because the nature of the devil wants to stay alive. And it's, you keep it alive when you're afraid of being embarrassed, when you think you have a reputation, when you think you're this and you think you're that, you think you're a doctor, you think you're a lawyer, you think you're a Christian, you think you're this or that, then you give life to the devil. When you see that you're nothing, then you give life to life. But you got to overcome this false self and stop protecting it. If you feel pain from it, it's the devil's nature. Because in the real you, there is no pain, no worry, none of that stuff. The devil does not dwell in you. He dwells in your physical body, not in you at all. And you've identified with the devil. If someone can hurt your feelings, that means they're hurting your ego. I didn't know the devil. I've heard the word ego for a while, but I didn't know it meant the spirit of the devil. It's the whole nature of the devil. And you've identified with the nature of the devil. And when I said that Alice love it, when people like carrying on about it, oh, I'm, a, oh, I'm so hurt. Oh, oh. Well, they're saying, I love this. They really are saying that. Especially when you're telling them how to overcome it and they won't take the way. No wonder God said, okay, Jesus, go over to Cafe Mocha, get me a, a, a latte. <laughs> and this time I want one of those hot rolls with peanuts in them. And bring it back, oh, we got a crazy world down there. The world has gone crazy because Satan is ruling the people. They have pushed anger as love. They're preaching for the devil. Anger is not love. And when God truly takes that spirit of anger out of your heart, you're going to see that anger was never love. It was always hate. But the world have deceived you and told you that anger is good, and you believe it. Anger is not good. If anger was good, why would God need to change your heart? God is love. He is truth. He is everything but anger. And in him, there is no pain. There's no, none of this crappy stuff we have been suffering through. It's not real, folks. It's an illusion. And stop naming yourself this stuff. It's not about I. It's not you. Stop going along with it. It's not you. I am depressed. I am this. It's not you. Because when you name it, you're claiming it. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. 
You have to be careful what you say. If you got to say something, say, this is not me. These are not my thoughts. These are not my emotions. I am not my body. You can say that for a while if you, if you got to say something because you're saying it on the intellectual level and eventually it'll kick in as wisdom. But don't hold on to it. Isn't that amazing? You can be free, but you got to work on you. You don't need to be jealous and envy and strifeful. Christ was none of those things because he understood that it wasn't the people. It was the thing that was in the people. That's why at the well, when you told the young lady, they were trying to stone her. And he said, okay, so y'all trying to stone this woman? What the? And he said, you know what? Any one of you standing here with a stone in your hand, and you have nothing, catch the first stone. And they all threw it down and walked away. Satan judges Satan. God doesn't judge you. Satan accuses you and condemns you. And it makes you think you're doing it to yourself or that God is doing it. God never accuses and he never condemns. That's not in him. He loves us. We are free. We are neither sinner nor saint. We are not guilty or innocent. You haven't done nothing wrong. But the spirit that's in you, it makes you do what you don't want to do. It prevents you from doing what you want to do. But you have identified with that spirit and you think it's you. I promise you it's not you. You could be absolutely free right now. Absolutely free. Amazing, huh? And forgiveness is the beginning of that. When you can see, I remember, just for information purposes only, I remember I had gone to all the churches. I lifted up hell their hands. I paid tithes and offering. I even volunteered. I, um, they had me doing the, uh, they said, do that, uh, what you call this, feet and tongue thing? So they took me to the back of the church and taught me how to do that. I felt silly, too, when they were teaching me that. But I went home and I started doing it. And I would get up early in the morning because I had this little apartment. And the manager of the apartment lived right across the hall from me. <laughs> and I, I would be up like 6 o'clock in the morning or so. And I blah, 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 real loud. And he was like, one day he saw me going out. He was like, Jesse, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you making that noise in the morning? I'm like, I'm praying in tongue. And that didn't work. It didn't work. Finally, I asked God to let me see my, I'm like, look, I, I can't, I, I can't, nothing's working. I'm still emotional. I still have fear. I still, I'm still doubtful. It ain't working. And I had asked the preachers about it. They said, read the Bible some more. But I read the Bible. My Bible's all red, pink, blue, green. I'm like, that didn't work. Well, read, that's all I can say. Read the Bible some more. And the, and the audience went, yeah, praise the Lord. And I'm like, God, let me see myself. This is not working. So I had read that, know thyself, and I didn't know myself. But I didn't know myself until I realized there was nothing I could do for myself. So I asked him to let me see myself, and that's when he allowed me to see that I had this anger. Because I thought the emotion I felt was love. It wasn't. 38 years old, stumbled over to my aunt's house, walked up two steps, could barely walk those steps, to forgive my mother. And I've not looked back. 
and so much has happened since that went down. But everything, I'm learning from everything now that is not me, is not me. Don't protect the ego. Don't, don't, don't have this false identity of yourself. You're none of those things. Drag queens are not, men in dresses are not drag queens. They are males in dresses. <laughs> don't call it drag queen. It's a male in a dress. But the world will dress it up so you have a fake feeling for it to make you accept it. Either accept it, which is hate, or, uh, or fight against it, which is hate, to judge. But God said, have no opinion about it at all. I'll let you see it for what it is, and you will see that that person is possessed, and they cannot help it. They believe into a lie. Every human being born through that, that are, born, are born through that. But you can overcome it. But you got to let every idea, everything go. Just let it go. Don't hold on to your little ideas and your little plans and your little this and, and your little that trying to save yourself. Let it go and just live. When you let everything go, the far you go, the real you will appear. And there's nothing like what you can even imagine because the imagination cannot comprehend the things of God. Satan cannot understand. That's why you can't understand God when you're in living in your head. Because Satan can't understand God. Even I can't understand. You can't understand. It has to be revealed. And it will. It is nothing like what you can imagine. Emotional people are weak people. They're like puppets on a string. So about one person overreacts to something, they all overreact to it. And it had nothing to do with them. Not one iota. It has nothing to do with them, but they feel it as though it did because they have identified with feelings. I remember when my father died because I had my eyes open somewhat, even more so now, but somewhat then. When he died, I wasn't carrying on because he was dead. I wasn't dead. He did. <laughs> I wasn't dead. Daddy did. Not me. And I had no guilt because I had forgiven my father. I had nothing to be, because guilty people cry at funerals and carry on. Now, you're going to share some tears either way, right? But they'll pass through you. But guilty people are going to be all over the casket, snot everywhere. They're going to want to kiss the dead body. <laughs> They're going to want to, a year go by, they still, I still, oh Lord, I still miss my mama. A year, what you missing mama for after a year? You didn't die, did you? But that's what emotions do. You're a puppet on a screen if you have emotions. And every angry person has it. Emotions are evil. Okay, I saw some hands. Yes, and they're going to come all across the room. I have a question. Yes. Uh, last night I called the 988 line or the suicide crisis line and I talked to them for about 40 minutes. How many minutes? 40 minutes. That's the time limit that they have. Well, How they put they you on hold for three minutes and then they, you talk for 40. And I How many did it cost you? Nothing. It's free? It's 988 line. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it's a new name for the National Suicide Crisis Line. Right. It helped. No, and, it didn't. You know, but, um, no, it did not help. 
Ain't nothing on the outside going to help you. It what? gave you a false temporary feeling. Well. When you woke up this morning, Satan was still on your mind. I felt better after. But Satan was still on your mind. And life is not about feeling better, man. Life is about being free. I, I do want to be better and free. No, you want to be free. You want to be free. You can take some drugs and feel better. You can call a hotline and feel better, but you won't be free. Okay, gotta be free. Yeah, I guess I'm too emotional and I'm... Yes. I have to, once I leave this church today, I, I have to be, have an emotion-free day. No, what you need to do is do the silent prayer and watch. Don't plan on how you're gonna do it, how your day gonna be, it'll work out. But you, gotta just, you just have to come out of your head, man. You believe in the devil. I mean, I was thinking of, I mean, to be honest, I was thinking of overdosing on fentanyl. Nice. How many do you have to take for that? I don't know, but two milligrams and you're dead. But how are you going to buy them if you don't have a job? I have money. <laughs> what? I have money. I have some money, you know. It's like I, I was told was, the pills are only like $3 for a pill or whatever. So you've asked around how much they cost? Yeah. And then did you find somebody to sell them to you? No, I was thinking of going downtown to get them. Oh, Downtown Los Angeles. You gonna ride your bike down there? No, I w they would steal my bike. I would just leave the bike and. <laughs> you want to donate your bike to Bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone coming. We need to ride a bike. We will remember you. Thanks for making me laugh. I, that's the first. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually laughing. Yeah, you got to come out of your head, man. Don't let the devil take your life away from you. Yeah, so fentanyl overdose is not the solution. Don't let the devil take your life. He tried to rob your life. He want your soul. That's why he's constantly talking to you and giving you ideas, because he doesn't want you to know God. He doesn't want you to return to God. He's doing all he can to prevent that. I was thinking, oh, they're just pills. I could easily do pills. Yeah. I don't have to snort. I don't have to inject. I can do pills and just let right. end my life. I'm glad those people went around when I took a bunch of aspirins or something. Yeah. But listen. Don't let that happen. Okay, okay. Don't, don't take fentanyl. You were created to live, not to die. <sighs> okay. No blue pills, no M30s. No nothing. Take, do the silent prayer, all okay. right? Okay. And come out of the thought, you'll see, you'll be fine. Give it a good try. Why are you talking to some dummy on the 800 line? Do the silent prayer. You should have been 20 minutes in silent prayer. All right? Okay, thank you. Okay. Don't let the devil take your life, man. It ain't worth it. Yes, sir. Um, uh, oh, hold on one minute. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. Regarding the silent prayer. Okay. So um, I've heard you say you don't really want to set a timer, you know, uh, unless that's been changed. But um, so how do you know when it's time to conclude your session? Because, you know, I might start hearing, you know, the thoughts going like, okay, I think that's good. Like that's been about so many minutes like, you're good there so that's the time not to stop it okay yeah. so if, if the thoughts which is the other devil telling you to stop you had enough say that's satan telling you. that's not god telling you that right? right well you sit and do it and don't worry about the time when you feel like you need to get up just get up and go your way and don't put any thought into the time and you'll grow into time but don't worry about the time just do it
Because it, it seems like that's where there's a little conflict. It's distracting. Yeah. And it's like, am I watching my thoughts or is this, is it time to stop? And it's hard to know. Well, when, when something is telling you that it's time to stop, mm -hmm. that's the devil telling you it's time to Got stop. It. It's not you and it's not God. He just doesn't want you to be still because the last thing the devil wants you to do is to be still. The last thing he wants is for you to let go. And in stillness, you will let go. So remember, all thoughts are lies, no matter what they say. And so if you sit there however minute, get up and go about your way, and during the day, practice keeping your mind where your body is instead of lost in your thoughts and all that. God wants you to pray without ceasing, right? All he wants you to do is be in the present, to be aware, rather than thinking about what has happened or will happen. It's not a real big deal. It's just he wants you to stay present with him so that Satan cannot deceive you and make you feel a certain way. So don't worry about the time. All right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, yes, ma'am. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? All is well. What's wrong? Uh, nothing. What's on your mind? Nothing. You love your parents? Yeah, I do. You're not mad at them anymore? No. How, how did you overcome it? Uh, well, we d our dad over there talks to us on the car rides home. And all, even on the way up here, I think. Uh, I don't know, just about what's happening in the world stuff. Did you forgive your mother for driving you crazy? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, you told her? No. <laughs> how old are you? 17. So why have you told her, I forgive you for driving me crazy? No clue. I'm sorry? No idea. What would happen if you forgave her? If you told her, I'm sorry for resenting you. I realize now you couldn't help it. What do you think she would say? She'd probably just say okay. Oh, she would? Maybe. Does she make you mad sometimes? Not really. She never makes you mad? Not that I remember. Well, oh. maybe like one time. Oh, yeah. And what did she make you mad one time? If it's not personal, what did she make you mad one time about? It was pretty small. She told me to go back inside and grab my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and that made you mad? Yeah. And you're like, I don't want no jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll forgive her for that, all right? Okay. All right. Do you have anger? You don't have anger? No. Oh, good. You close to your father? I'd like to say so. Oh, good. Do you, does he ever make you mad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you forgiven him? Not to his face. Why not? Because I think it would be embarrassing. It would be embarrassing for you or him? More for me. Why would it be embarrassing to say, I'm sorry for resenting you? Because I had resented him in the first place. Oh, but if he's trying to help you, he would want you to forgive him. Do you know that? Did he tell you that? Has he ever told you that? I don't remember. Oh, why have you told that? Oh, you're, you're the father, right? Yes, uh, Are I you Mexican? So. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Are you Mexican? Yes. And, and you're Asian? Yeah. So she looked more Asian than she does. Mexican? <laughs> Beta. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Why have you said, daughter, don't resent me? I'm sorry for my weakness. <clears throat> well, I, I didn't ask for forgiveness, 
But several well, years ago, um, this is when we had our school in Dainuba, um, I did apologize to them for, you know, how, how, you know, how maybe I've done things and it wasn't the best way. I was trying to figure out how to do it. And, you know, I'm still trying to be better and understanding, but I'm also sharing this with them so they can understand where, where I'm coming from and, and why I'm doing what I do and how why I think how I think. So I did apologize to them for not being a, you know, the way I, uh, the best that I could be. Are you patient with them now? I am much more patient. Sometimes I lose it and I bring myself back. I just kind of try to be quiet. But as time has gone on, I've become more, much more patient, I think. And so are you patient with them now? I don't know. Are you patient with them now? No. <laughs> if, if it's not yes, it's going to be no. Either you're so, patient or you're not. Yeah, okay. So it's going to be no. And why not be patient? They need you, the father. They need both parents, really, to be patient, but especially the father. Why not be patient with them? Because just, just because you're talking about all this good stuff in the car right. and all that, but if you're not of love, that, they're not going to believe what you're saying. Me? Me? Well... You know, there are moments, but, but in a way, maybe I am patient, even though, the, even though I am experiencing it. Maybe I actually am, because I do take a step back. And I might be like, look, I'm not myself right now. I have this spirit. I need to take a step back. And, uh, and sometimes when I'm correcting them, okay, this is not how we do things, or Marcelo. I'm correcting it, but I also need to make the point, and that might come across as not being patient, but at the same time, I go, look, I'm not going to get the paddle if I don't need to. Let's give you a whole bunch of opportunities and explain to them why we may or may not need it. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'm more patient than I'm giving myself credit for because I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm a, a, a new Is person. It, how old are you? I'm 43. No, your daughter, right here, the other daughter. I'm also 17. Both of you 17? Yeah. Y'all twins? You're twins? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is he patient with you? I think so. And do you get angry at him sometimes? No. Oh, good. And so how do you feel about him? I think he's a good dad. And oh. I think I have a good mom, too. You, do, you're not, you don't get angry at your mother either? No. She's patient as well? To my sister and I. <laughs> What? To my sister and I. Not to her brother, though. <laughs> but he's kind of... She's patient to you and your sister, but not to your brother? Yeah. And why is she not patient with your brother? Because he doesn't listen. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen? No, not let me, let me... How old are you? Eight. You don't listen to your mother? Well, I'm not so. So what? I'm not sure. What do you say? He's not sure. Oh, you're not sure? Does she, she, get, on, does she get on your nerves sometimes? Hmm. She makes you mad sometimes? Well, uh, kind of, but he's a good dad. How about your mother? Does she make you mad? Hmm. I'm not sure. You think so? You say if you mess up? Well, Oh, you're not sure? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. 
Amazing. Are you patient with him? Let, let me hear from your mother. I try to be, but sometimes kind of hard. Okay, and why is it hard to be patient with him? Because he'll do stuff, you know, that'll be like, he wants to do what he wants. He wants to have his own mind, and he's very outspoken. He likes to... Speak into the mic for me. No, just speak a little louder. You're doing fine. Just speak a little okay. louder. So he, he has a mind of his own. So sometimes he does stuff, and that are, that needs to, that doesn't need to be done. Like, you know. So he has a mind of his own. And you want to destroy it? No. <laughs> I, 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 I like for them to have a mind of their own. I don't, I don't like to control them. I like to have their, you know. But how about your son? You like for him to have his own mind? Yes, I so do. So why do you get mad at him? Then? Why are you not patient? Well, like, for example, if he gets expelled at school, you know, then I'll be like, oh, you're a bad mom, you know. But Oh, if he gets expelled from school? Yeah, or suspended or whatever. You know, it's, I just want to coach him the right way, you know. Oh, I, I mean, see. Uh, so the teacher would say you're a bad mother if he gets expelled, right? Well, like, for example, like, kind of like he got suspended at school because he stabbed somebody. Speak into the mic for me. Okay, kind of like, for example, he got suspended for one day because he accidentally stabbed somebody with a pencil. And then they have to call me, and I'll be like, oh, my God, why would you do that? <laughs> you know, sort of normal stuff, you know. Did you look bad, at, like a bad mother to the teacher when he stabbed someone? Well, I don't let it get to me, you know, whatever they think, that's on them, you know, but I try to, all I worry is like, just give my kids the best, you know? Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So the next time something like that happens, you stab somebody? <laughs> huh? Yeah, and I don't even know why I did it. <laughs> so what happened? Uh. I'm not sure. You're not sure? Oh, no. You just feel like stabbing someone that day. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really do it anymore. No. Yeah, don't stab people, okay? Okay. <laughs> so listen, um, did you let the father handle it or you tried to correct him? The mother. Well, I, I let my husband know and then we talked about it. We talked to him, you know. It's it's going to be both of us, you know, yeah. come to a conclusion, stuff like that. It's just not going to be like my choice, his choice, you know. We, right. we talk about it and come up with the solutions. And so you don't think he's going to do it again? He's been trying his very best, you know, to do that school, but he's very smart, but he just like to have his own mind, so. One thing about school, and then we have to start winding down, is that it's hard for boys to sit in a class all day and read a book or look at some stupid film. Boys naturally need to be active. They need to be climbing trees, building houses or something. You know what I'm saying? It's really hard for boys to sit around all day in a classroom. Do you realize that? Yes. You, oh, you do realize it? Yeah. And how come it's hard for you to sit in a class? Well, I'm not sure. You're not sure? Is uh, it boring? Well, yeah. Yeah. 
it's hard. Shana and I was talking this week about, because Shana liked to hunt, he liked to climb trees, he liked to tear down things. And he never liked being a, a, a bit school because it's hard for kids, boys, especially boys, I don't know if it's that hard for girls, but for boys to sit in classroom. And especially now the classrooms are so boring. They don't really give the boys boy things to do. So it's extra hard. Um, are you doing the silent prayer? Huh? Uh, no. No, your, mom, your mother. No. <laughs> you don't need to do it. Are you doing the silent prayer? Uh, no. A and why not? I don't know. You still have anger? Towards who? Period. Oh. Um, I get angry, but not towards anybody. Just like, you know. What do you get angry about? I don't know. Just like. You, you just walk around the road, and all of a sudden you're just angry. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this. <laughs> One of those things, you know. Well, I understand. Have you forgiven your mother for making you, creating you her image? Um, yeah, I forget my mom. You told her? Yes. And, and what did she say? She go, uh, I forgot, but uh, I know I told her that oh, okay. she's annoying, and I forgive her and stuff like that. But She's annoying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have you forgiven your father? Um, I believe so. Well, I don't know him, so I just like whatever, you know. Oh, you don't know who your father is? I know who he is, but I haven't seen him for ages. And why not? He live in a different country. Oh, can you iPhone with him? What do you call that? Skype with him? Yeah. FaceTime. Thank you. <laughs> can you FaceTime with him? Um, I wrote him a long time ago when I was a teen, and then he doesn't respond. Oh, I mean, okay. he call him, call my mom, but um, I just rather just forgive and move on. Yeah. Um, do you still wish that you could get to know him, like a part of you, wonder what would it be like to know him or see what he's like? No, that you, it's in the past. It's you're done with that. On, you know. Okay. Does you, one last thing. Does your husband get on your nerve? Definitely, yeah. But <laughs> I, I think that's normal, you know. Your husband, he's like definitely. Because and, I would get on his nerve. We're not identical, so you know, it, it, I, I believe it's normal for people to get annoyed. Why do you other. believe that's normal? Uh, because uh, nothing is perfect. I understand. That's not normal. That's abnormal. <laughs> because uh, you should have perfect love, so you can always, and that love will make you always be patient with everyone, no matter what the situation is. And if you don't have love, you have hate. And even with your kids, you need to have that perfect love so you can be a perfect parent with them. Yeah. All, and your husband and yourself too. And, and so that you can uh, give them love rather than anger. Anyone that has anger is, has hate. They have no love. Yeah, I know we don't have anger and stuff. We have love and stuff like that. But I'm just talking about like the standpoint of we like to do stuff our own way, like different perspective, that's it. No, but you have anger. You got to overcome the spirit of anger if you want to have that. Mm -hmm. You don't want to overcome anger? Well, I don't see myself ha as having anger. You said you have it sometimes. I mean, you know, I, like, like I said, like, <laughs> like small one, like, I can't believe this happened, stuff like that. But nothing like is so big or drastic. For Not like a Jeffrey Dummy. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
But what you don't know, that little bit of anger that you have, what you think is little bit of anger, is Jeffrey Dahmer. Because there's no size to anger. Anger is evil. It, 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 when you're just arguing with your husband or he's arguing with you, it's two devils fighting, trying to get his way. And you're not supposed to fight with one another like that. You're going to have some disagreement, but it wouldn't be a fight at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I would suggest, do what you want, that you work on overcoming the spirit of the devil. Because that's what that is. Any anger at all is the spirit of the devil. That's why you must forgive before you can enter into the kingdom of heaven within. You want to live with the Father on, while you're on earth and not with the devil. Anyone that has anger is of the devil. So give the silent prayer. Do you pray at all? The wife? Uh, no, I don't. You don't pray at all? No. Oh, okay. You like your hell? What? You love your hell that you live in? The hell? Uh, I don't think <laughs> I live, I don't think so. You think anger is not hell? Well, if you wanted to put it that way, you know, but I don't think I live in... Do you think anger is heaven or hell? <laughs> <laughs> According to what you said, I will have to go, go with hell, but, you know... And you love your but, hell? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Do you want to overcome your hell? Of course. Then you do the silent prayer so God can allow you to see and bring you out of it. And you have perfect peace, and you will pass that on to your husband and your kids, and you will have it, and life will be amazing. And then they won't grow up with any anger, and you will create a new generation. And when they have kids, if they have kids, they will pass on love to their children and not anger. All right? Yep, got it. Do what you want, but I recommend you do that. Okay. Yes, sir. So, so, like, what happens to our spirits when they're not in a body? When your spirit is not in the body, it's with God. It's in heaven. Okay. So do you have anger? Do yeah. you ever get angry? Yeah, I get angry. Okay, here's what I want you to do. The next time you get angry, just relax and let it pass. And, don't, and, and, and just know it's not you. Okay, don't identify with it. Okay. Yeah, just let it pass. Don't make it a big deal. And then you won't stab anybody ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't stab anymore, but, but I do get angry. Yeah, I understand that. But let that anger go. Don't, don't hold on to it. It's not good, okay? Okay. Yeah, I want you to speak up, but don't be angry. Okay. All uh, right. Nice. Also about, also, about the prayer, what does it feel like to be, what does it feel like to be, like, like lost or in the darkness? When you're in the darkness, you have anger, so you can't really see the truth, right? And that's what made you stab this little boy, uh, the kid at school, because you were angry, and you went into your mind, and you were in the darkness. And yeah. the thoughts made you do that. The anger made you do it. 
Because you didn't see right then that you should not do it. Oh, okay. So don't be angry. Okay. Nice. Is he making you nervous by asking questions? Because he might say the wrong thing? No, not, not so much because I'm not, well, maybe a little bit. He might ask something. I go, what are you asking? But right. I noticed that both parents are like really nervous. Like, oh, Lord. No, because he goes, tell he, our business. He might keep asking questions. That's I'm going like, okay, it's kind of like bring no. lunch. Yeah, no, so. I, I wouldn't know when okay. to stop him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, we're all, done. that's all it is really. It's like, yeah. we keep asking. Okay. Oh, amazing. <laughs> anyway, any questions, anything, comments, or anything about what you've heard? Yes, sir. Great fellowship, first off. And um, just a small thing. I know we constantly hear about doing the silent prayer. And even today, everyone's saying, do the silent prayer, do the silent prayer. <laughs> Just before we finish, I'd like to make a small appeal from my own perspective. The most important thing I could highlight that I don't hear all the time about the silent prayer is it did help me to see the, the real me. You always talk about how it separates, right? The you from the not you. And it helps you to see the non-material, non-physical form of yourself so that you stop looking for physical, material, or outside things to fix it or stop falling for the physical material tricks that maybe the devil might be saying, hey, now you gotta go have no thoughts about bad things. And then you gotta get the silent prayer, but you gotta do it the right amount of time or the perfect, you know? So just yeah. remember the value I could say for myself from the silent prayer was it really helped me see the true me, the spirit that can go back to the Father, not this confused, we're not perfect, I'm sometimes not patient, I wanna kill myself, not all that stuff. The devil's trying to get you to do stuff that he can't do to you. And then after you do it, he's going to laugh at you because it was the wrong thing to do. Amazing. He's right. The devil has no power, y'all. Yes, ma'am. Real fast. The devil, ha just think about that. The devil has no power at all. He has no authority. He's been defeated. Mm -hmm. And if he can't deceive you, he can't make you do wrong. Yes. Um, I have a question and one really quick thing for Alex is that I do think it's amazing you still c keep coming here to this church versus all the other churches that you know, where it is like the hooping and the hollering and all of that. But the question that I have for you is, you mentioned that the heart is in the belly and not the chest. Right. Well, this, the physical heart pump the blood and keep the thing going, right? Yeah. But the, the, the kingdom of heaven is within the soul of the belly. The Holy Spirit is there and everything. Okay. I, I, maybe I'm in my mind right now, but... Does that mean it's like related to the food we eat? Speak up for me. Is that related to the foods we eat as well? Is it related to the food you eat? Yeah. Is what related to the food you eat? Like, can you just like be very, I know I'm being very logical about this, but just the food that we put in our bodies, it goes in our stomach, our belly. Is that going to also affect our spiritual it'll affect you it'll affect your physical self and spiritual too in that we eat to forget and not to remember and that's why we eat all the wrong kinds of food too because when you don't have perfect love you have anxiety and conflict and all that going on and so you eat to make yourself feel better rather to eat just to stay alive I guess keep the body going we eat all the right, wrong kind of food but, uh, and, and I've said this before, before, the, the last two things that especially men have to overcome is food and SEX. It's the last two things men have to overcome because they use that 
to escape and not to remember. That's why Christ said, when you eat, eat to remember and not to forget. So when you sit to eat, and, and just be aware of the plate, the food is there, and take slow down. You should be slowing down anyway. When you speak, you should speak with consciousness. You should walk around in consciousness instead of going unconscious. So when you eat, if you can eat and remember instead of going unconscious, the food will have a different effect on the body, right, and the spirit. But most of the time, when you take that first bite, you even tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to eat this time. I'm going to remember. I'm going to stay conscious the whole time. And by the time you come back to consciousness, the food is gone. <laughs> and you're like, what the? But right here, right next to you, yeah. Did I see your hand? Oh, I know. I wanted to ask you. It, it, were there any other thing you wanted to know about forgiveness? You asked me about it last week. Oh, no. What I was asking is um, the thing with forgiving our parents. I think a lot of people feel like their parents had to have done something to them, like harsh, whether it be molestation or whatever, uh. in order to forgive them. But in many cases... Um, in, in every case, I think that your point is, and I could be wrong here, but that we all need to forgive our parents. Every human being. So, especially mama. What I yes, and what I was asking last week is that you would just kind of explain that to because I've, there are a couple of people I've been conveying that to, but they're not getting it. But it could wait until. No, I'll make, I, I can make it a little fast. Okay. To add to what Ms. said, when you were born of the flesh. You're born into evil because the mother is angry. And so when you're born to an angry mother, she, that spirit, which is of the devil, would cause her. And it's not the mother herself, but it's that spirit that made a home in her. It will cause her to turn the children away from the father. She will pretend that she's the victim and that the father is the victimizer. She will impose her will on you make you do it the way she wants you to do it, whatever she wants, and blah, 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 and you'll start, you'll become angry. And the moment you become angry, in that very moment, you take on the same spirit that's in the mother, the spirit that you hated, the lack of patience, and pulls her will on you, and you become like that. You take on that identity and lose your innocence. Because children are born with innocence. They are born with the spirit of God. But the moment they are born with, I mean, the moment they come through the mother, she has the spirit of the devil, she passes it on to the children. But she cannot help it. She doesn't, in most cases, doesn't even know she's doing it. She thinks it's her. And, and so that's what you, when you become an adult and you start to examine yourself, you forgive her because you see that you can help yourself. You become just like your mama. Right? And you can't help it. Something's now driving you. And the moment you realize you're wrong, in the very moment you realize, you know, because that's what happened for me at least. When I asked God to let me see myself, he allowed me to see I resented my mother. And I didn't know I resented my mother. I thought I felt love for her, but it was, it was resentment. And the moment I saw that, I wept. Not like human being tears. But it was like a sadness that I'd never experienced before because I knew I was wrong for resenting her when I saw that I did. And at that very moment, I was set free then. But when I went to forgive her, Satan started talking to me, and I didn't know it was the devil. And I felt fear. 
But when I went and faced her anyway, that left, and I've never been the same. Because she literally, and she admitted that she couldn't help herself. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I did that to you. Then she told me about her mother, and exactly what she did to me, her mother had done it to her. The lack of patience, didn't like different things that the mother, my mother was trying to do growing up, a bunch of stuff. But she didn't know she had done that to me. But I, and I learned about her life the first time at 38 because I didn't know she had gone through all that. I thought my, my grandmother was an angel sent by God. <laughs> but my mother saw her as hell, sent by the devil. Because grandparents try to treat the grandkids better so they can control the kids. Really. And they'll spoil your children. They'll do exactly what they did to you. Oh, grandma loved a kid. And you say, grandma, don't give him any cake. And as soon as you leave the house, grandmama get him cake and say, don't tell your mama. Don't tell your daddy. And she got him. And she'll do to them what she did to you. So that's why we must forgive because, and when we forgive, he changed our heart to love. And then the rest start to happen. Life start to unfold. We go through life and it start to unfold and things become clearer for us. Amazing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be I beat my kids or I threw them down the stairway. <laughs> I locked them in the car. I went in the grocery store. It got too hot. It's none of that. It's bad, too, but it's those little bit of things that doesn't seem like a big thing. But it is. Um, yes, Raymond. Good morning. And good morning, Jesse. Good morning, sir. Yes. I may have said this, asked you this, told you this before, but it may be very worth repeating. Uh, my room, uh, roommate was wondering, or rather their children was wondering, why do I take a very long trip to, uh, to this church? The reason is simple. Uh, you're, uh, you're one of the few people who can show us where, uh, can, uh, who can show us uh, the uh, truth of our of who and what we are? That's the reason I trust you. Right on. Um, do y'all understand that it's not you? This mess is not you. Yes. Really, it's not you. Just think, question it. Why would I want to tell myself something bad to make myself feel bad? If I was in control, I would tell myself all good things. I'll be feeling good all day, every day, the rest of my life. It's not you. It's really not you. I promise you it's not you. <laughs> really. It's a fake you. Satan is pretending to be God. It's not you. And when he makes you question yourself, why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? Why am I not like this? You're communicating with the devil. He's keeping you looking on the outside and not within. Stop communicating with the devil. Don't ever argue with the devil within you, and don't ever argue with the devil inside of others. Never try to prove anything. But yet, wish everybody well. Love your enemy by wishing them well. All right? Any questions about any of that today? Are you, are you getting better? Uh-huh. Yeah. You doing the silent prayer? Yes, not every day, but yes. And why not every day? Sometimes I forget. So what? Sometimes I forget. Well, suffer. No wonder you feel compassion. <laughs> what? It's no. true. It's true. Oh. And so you haven't forgiven your mother either? No. See, she loved her hell. Her friend pointed the way to her. 
for her. She didn't take it. <laughs> I told her the way. She didn't take it. God revealed a little clip to you last Sunday. You still didn't take it. This is why you can't be feeling sorry for folks in their hell. They love their hell. You love your hell, huh? I mean, I won't. I can't disagree with it. Yeah, you love your misery. <laughs> so the next time she cried, oh, <laughs> just no, I don't want to hear it. You love your misery. I'm a, Do you tell her that? Do I tell her that? Does she tell you that? Oh, no. Why don't you tell her? Well, um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't know. I don't know if we've really had a conversation where you've, I think the first time we started talking about all of this, like the truth about who God is, this was more like an aha moment. Right. But I, I don't know oh, if okay. you and I no, She doesn't come to you whining? No, no. Oh. She has, no. You I just mean, whine with the devil? So Maybe what? that's why she doesn't, because she knows that I would tell her what's oh, up. Yeah. yeah. You whine to people that <laughs> whine to people that would take it, would hear it. Yeah. Uh, the devil love the devil. Okay. We're suffering till you're ready. And just have your little compassion for other sinners. Uh, um, your first time here. Any questions or comments about anything you heard today? I was just wondering if you guys normally always start at 11. I'm sorry? You guys normally always start at 11? Yes. Because it opens at 10.30, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, doors open at 10.30, and the meeting start at 11. Okay. Was this helpful for you today? Yeah, definitely. It was a great experience. Did you forgive your mother? Yeah, I did. And how'd that go? Um, she actually started crying. Nice. Yeah. She, yeah so. And you started laughing? No, nah, like, I, it was, I wasn't trying to come off that way, but it was, it was, a, it was a good experience. I experienced... The same type of fear that you said that you have when you went to go do it. So that was pretty interesting, but I just got over it. I just. Uh, How old are you? Forgave. I'm 20. Right on, man. And did you forgive your father? Yeah, I did as well. How did that go with him? He kind of just shrugged it off. Like, I think it was more so my, my mother, that those were the issues that right on. I had. It wasn't really with him. So. Most kids, adult and young, resent the mother, they don't resent their fathers. They yearn for their fathers. And those who do resent their fathers resent the father with the mother resentment, thinking that it's their resentment, but it's not. She imposed her will on them. Yeah. What a mess, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. Nice. Well, thank you for coming, man. Good. Appreciate it. Uh, oh, how are you doing? I've interested to ask earlier. I'm doing well, actually. My mom started questioning a lot more. She's... Um, she was trying to boohoo her way to me, and I said, Mom, look, you have to remember all of your thoughts are just, they're lies. Yes. And ever since, this was like two weeks ago, and ever since then, she's like, so tell me more about the silent prayer. I'm like, just try it. I'm like, don't keep asking me. Actually, That's right. So I send her the link, and she's been asking me a lot more, and so it's it's been really, really good. Nice. It's been, it's been nice to hear her open up and not really care for what's around her anymore and just be in the moment, I guess. What did you think about what I said about emotions and how all, we are so divided in so many different ways? Because I used to participate in rallies and things and I didn't realize that I was divided. I had just judged the people who didn't agree with me, but I didn't know that I was playing God when I did that. So I was out trying to make them be like me, do what I do. I um, I think it's ridiculous. It's it's actually sad to see how divided we are because instead of trying to help each other, it's just 
we keep building these walls yeah you know against each other so i the kids see it and thank god my son is like this is ridiculous so yeah. you know i being able to help them understand that this is just a lie and it's just all you know a mess it's it helps me feel better also because it's like okay good i'm not yeah. i'm not making more little crazy kids out there so good and the interesting thing about it in closing is that the devil at the top is controlling the government he's yeah. controlling the media he's yep. controlling the churches he's controlling the family he's controlling the individual it's the devil at the top of it and yeah. he's wicked and everybody trying to get control over somebody yeah. so that they can feel better about being wrong. I was listening to church last Sunday, and I was listening to her how she was sitting at at a friend's party or something, and there's all these, like, you know, TVs and telling her what to do and all that. Yeah. And I told the kids, I'm like, this is exactly why we don't do social media. Yeah. This is why we, I mean, they'll watch a little bit of TV here and there, but we supervise, and we always make sure we see what's coming before. Because even nowadays, the cartoons are ridiculous they try to you know send these messages through kids through Absolutely. that it's, it's insane it's sad it's, it's crazy it's just in that division they got the school teachers fighting against the parents yeah the school yeah. teachers don't want them to, their parents to be involved in their own children yeah. you know that's evil yeah and they want to force their wickedness upon somebody else's children yeah and they're going to do it anyway they're like i don't care yeah y'all don't like it we're going to sneak and do it yep that's the vision, yeah, and that's how we are on the inside. Yeah, we're divided. Anyone that has anger is divided within, and whatever's going on inside is what you're going to do on the outside. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, amazing. So you got to become whole within, and then you stop the crap. You just stop it. Were you saying something? Oh, okay. Let me just say this. So the biblical question was, why do you interfere with the natural flow of life? We talked about it today. You overcome the imagination, and the natural flow of life will happen. You will not interfere. The only reason you're interfering is because you believe in a lie, that there's something you need and can do, and there's nothing. And life will just happen. It really will, and it'll be amazing. It will naturally happen for you. It does not need your help. And anytime you try to help, it's because the devil told you to help out in some way. You better do this or you ain't going to have that. You better do this or you're not going to be good enough. You better do this or they're going to judge you. You better not go here because they're going to look at you funny and you believe in it. Let life happen. Just let it happen. But you got to let the thoughts go for that to happen. You're not your thoughts, you're not your body, and you're not your emotions. All emotions are evil, all the time. All right? And the brand new biblical question is, it's a doozy. Why do you hate the person you idolize? Why do you hate the person you idolize? Shall I want to tell me? Um, I think uh, if you're jealous of, of someone else, um, you're making them more than, more than what they are. And if you're not looking at them honestly, um, that's a form of hatred. That's why you hate the person you idolize? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Raymond, why do you hate the person you idolize? I see your hair. 
because you realize when you idolize them, you cannot be the person uh, person you idolize. That's why you hate them. Oh, okay. Anchorbaby, why do you hate the person you idolize? Why are you I, putting words in my mouth? So what? What'd you say? Um, I said, why are you putting words in my mouth? <laughs> I said, um, because I idolize them. Because you idolize them? That's why mm. you hate them? Mm. What the? <laughs> okay. Last word, then we got it in, yeah, because they're going to yell at me if, if I don't. So, why do you, you had your hand? Yes. Why do you hate the person you idolize? You, you hate them because you're making them. No, you. Why do you hate them, the person you idolize? Because they're not perfect. You hate them, you, you hate the person you idolize because they're not perfect? I see their flaws and oh, okay. supposed to be God. Interesting. Oh, but why do you hate the person you idolize? I don't. I honestly don't okay. idolize anyone. Nice. Well, that's the biblical question for this week. So listen, it's up to you. Love your misery. Stay in your misery. Stay envy, jealous, strife. Want to hurt folks? That's up to you. Because what you're trying to do to others, you're really doing it to yourself. You really are. You really pay attention. You're doing it to yourself. Or you can be free. So do the silent prayer. Go and forgive. Start with mom and daddy and with yourself. Have mercy on yourself by not resenting. It's the accuser, the devil, who accuses you and convicts you. It's not God and it's not you. All right? So do the silent prayer. Watch those thoughts and just let life happen. Let it happen. And it's up to you. No sweat from me if you don't. I don't care. <laughs> you can commit suicide. You can jump off bridges. You can beat each other up. That's on you. God's not going to do anything about it. He's already made a way out. You have a choice. You can either worship the devil or worship God, meaning to appreciate him. It's up to you, right? So do the silent prayer. We'll do your super chats and all that tomorrow. Uh, and thank you for your support. Check out the merch and all that. Any announcement? Okay. Is this the first Thursday coming up? Yes. Men's Forum this Thursday. Already. Men's Forum every first Thursday night for men only at 7 p.m. And the third Thursday ladies for ladies only at 7. All right. So look, put your eyes on yourself and keep them there. And stop, get off this little string that every time something happens to somebody else, you got to overreact. You shouldn't even be overreacting what, whatever happened to you. Don't overreact. It's not you. It's the ego. Have a good one. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. Appreciate it.